I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not uh, as simple you know, I, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many you know, more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Did you miss Canty and Carlin? Tell you what, the, the Miami Dolphins yesterday did an amazing job in getting a win over the Buffalo Bills. Could have won it by two or three touchdowns considering <laughs> how things went. But you eked one out, made sure the Bills were sitting in the sun all day. Yeah. And uh, listen, good for you. Why do you continue no, to agitate the t- Miami today, Dolphins fans? Why are you doing this? Today I joke because I will admit fully that Tua Tungavailoa yesterday was very, very good. And I would argue... I, I don't know if I would say well, Chris, very good. There were a lot of good throws that he made yesterday. Certainly, there were a lot of better throws that he made yesterday as opposed to last week. I would argue that yesterday's performance was better than what he did last week when he threw for six touchdowns and over 400 yards. Well, yesterday he showed me more yeah. than what I, I saw in week two against was the Baltimore Ravens. Was it primarily Ravens. the toughness for you? That was it. Okay. That was the biggest thing that he showed me. I, I mean, when I, Tua, I saw a couple of balls that stop, he drove stop, in Stop there. me when you heard this headline before, Tua getting knocked out of a game. Yeah. That, that was the thing that was concerning. When Kevin Winter was giving the update while we were doing Patriots-Ravens, I was like, here we go again. One of the big question marks about Tua is, can this guy stay healthy? And the fact that we saw him come back in the game after that Matt Milano hit where he slammed his head against the turf, I thought that showed that this guy has some metal. He's got some guts. And then to come back and make that throw in the second half on third and 22, 45 yards to Jalen Waddle, he took full advantage of the, the, the miscues that those two young safeties for the Buffalo Bills made. So I will give credit where credit is due. Tua operated the offense, and he made throws when they needed to be made. But yesterday was not just about Tua. Yesterday was a good team win by the Miami Dolphins, and their defense stepped up in a big way. And I get it because the Buffalo Bills offense had over fi- almost 500 total yards, and you're talking about them having four trips in the red zone. You're also talking about them being 11-18 on third downs. But guess what? That Buffalo Bills defense, I mean, the the Finns defense rose up against that Buffalo Bills offense in critical moments. Early on in the game, second Bills possession, Javon Holland with the forced fumble gives the ball to the Dolphins offense inside the 10. In the second half late, you're talking about that Buffalo offense stalling at the goal line thanks to a stand made by the Miami Dolphins defense turnover on downs. Those are huge. And then overall, the Bills being two for four in the red zone, That's a win for the Miami Dolphins. So their defense stepped up. The offensive line, by and large, kept to a clean. I think it's more about how good this Dolphins team is and how much of a fight it's going to be for the Bills to win the AFC East. Yeah, listen, I don't buy that one bit. (gasps) I'm sorry. Here we go. The the 3-0 starts nice. I'm not convinced it's 100% real. I'm not convinced it's 100 Well, what, what else they got to do, Carlin? They beat the Baltimore Ravens. Yep. They, they beat the, the, the Buffalo Bills, who yep. everybody says is the odds-on favorite to win the Super Bowl. Yep. What else they got to do? They, they, they dog-walk the New England Patriots. What, what do you want from them? What I want from, from them is 
that I can see it over an extended period of time, and it's not just, you know, a couple of teams going into Miami in September, which is brutal to deal with. Yeah, and that's true. It's become it's become so so much fact. I almost think that it's it's become something that plays into players' heads. You know, I mean, he had Belichick week one going down five days early to try to get used to the conditions. You had the Bills yesterday sitting in the sun. You can't tell me it wasn't a factor. Plus, are we just going to ignore the injuries for the Bills? Are we just no, going to ignore I, I, that? I, did, I, didn't ignore, Chris, I didn't ignore it. Chris, when we talk about that, and we talk about everything that happened in the game, probably shouldn't have been twenty one nineteen. Probably should have been... I wasn't joking when I said that they should have won a little bit more easily when everything was going the way it was going in the game. I thought they would get throttled. They didn't get throttled. So good on them. <laughs> Ultimately, all that matters is that you have one more point than the other guy. Yeah. So, hey, bully for you. Awesome so far. Me? Not buying it yet. And it's going to take, I'm not going to lie to you, it's going to take till midseason for me to buy this. I, they've got. Some, what, what are you still worried about when it comes to the Miami Dolphins? I'm worried outside about, of the quarterback. I, I'm worried about the quarterback. That's a big thing. I, but outside of the quarterback, what are you worried about? I I still have defensive questions, even though who they've got and guys like Javon Holland are excellent players. Yes, I I have defensive questions when they give up 38 points to Baltimore last week. Yep. And Baltimore's a good offensive team. Yep. I have questions. Like, I want to know what this game, am I going to, if this game had been in Buffalo yesterday, what would it have looked, what would it have looked like? I mean, are we, have we gotten to the point where in Miami, the home field advantage is just so absurdly, absurdly ridiculous. This early in the season. Yeah, I mean, in September, it's tough to play down in Miami. Yeah. I mean, because... It, that's not their fault. Take advantage of it. Do absolutely, it while you can. Absolutely. But, but here's the thing, Carlin. I mean, defensively, I'm not as worried about the Dolphins as you because they have playmakers on every level of that defense. They Here, just do. Here's what I want to see, Chris. You What's want up? to ask what it's going to take? What's here's it what take? it's going to take for me. That in the next few weeks... They don't lose games that they shouldn't. And what I mean by that is, look, if the Dolphins go to Cincinnati and lose, okay. Short I, week I, on the road, you can understand that. Absolutely. Could I see the Dolphins the following week going on the road and losing to the Jets? No. I don't see that. I don't see it either, but it's one of those games that you better win. Yeah. Could I see them beating the Minnes- or losing to the Minnesota Vikings at home? I could see that. I could see that. I don't think they're going to lose to Pittsburgh, whoever the quarterback is. They better not. Here's my point. Just in these next several weeks, let's see the Dolphins get out to 6-2. and two. Let's see the Dolphins. And I don't think 6-2 and two is asking all that much. No, I, not based on I, the schedule. When you started I mean, at 3-0. You started. You, I mean, you, Detroit, you, Chicago. You took care of the two toughest Cleveland. opponents. You took care of the two toughest opponents that you have. Because, in, in the, I mean, up, but, in, up until what? Week Week 15? Well, but no, 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 no. Hang on, hang on. You have got San Francisco on the road. You've got the Chargers on the road. This is all in December. You've got um, Buffalo uh, on the road. Week, you've got which Green is week, Bay which is, week, which is week 15. Yeah. And you've, yeah. Got, you've got Buffalo uh, on the road. You've got Green Bay at home. And then you've got the Patriots on the road. No, but what I'm saying is you took care of your two toughest opponents up until week 15. 
The Baltimore Ravens are a better team than the 49ers. The Baltimore Ravens are a better team than the Chargers. So are the well, Buffalo Bills. So, so are the Buffalo Bills. Well, if, if Herbert's healthy by then, we'll see. Okay, point, point, point notwithstanding. Look at the all the first of all all the other injuries that the Chargers are dealing with randomly by the way. Yes, with Rashawn Slater being out, Joey Bosa would have grown. JC Jackson's ankle is we'll jacked up. We'll get to that. There's a ton of there's a ton of there's a ton of injuries with their charge. All I'm simply saying is this: I don't know where you're going to see the Miami Dolphins prove it to you in one single game. It's not going to be Once, one. This until, is my until point we, until we get past the bye week. This is not. This is my point for all you Dolphin fans. Who keep firing away at us on Twitter, and really me, I'm get we're both getting it. But we're both getting it. But, but I'm, you I'm, know, <laughs> hashtag fins up. I get it. I'm buying into the team. Here's the thing: I'm still not sold on Tua, and I've said yeah. that. I don't care that he's got the highest QBR through the first three weeks. Congratulations I, on that. I love. But this Waddle. Dolphins team is a good team. It's not just Tua. No, I love Jalen Waddle. I, I love Jalen Waddle. Hill. I love Tyreek Hill. I like Mike Gesicki. Listen, Connor Williams, that came over from the Cowboys in free agency, yeah. has stabilized the interior of that offensive line. Teron Armstead, Armstead. is there. Yep. Christian Wilkins, Landon Roberts. I mean, you, you, Javon Holland, Xavier and Howard. They've got a nice little Byron roster. Jones is going to come back at some point. This is a good football team. This is a and nice... we got to accept that, Colin. This is a good football team. This is a nice little roster they've put together. Why? See, there's so much shade when you say that. This is a, this is a nice little roster. I... This is think about you, you're 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 you're. There's a palm tree growing behind you in the studio right now. All the shade that you're sending the Miami Dolphins way. Look. I, it's it's a great story, it's a great story. It's like it's like the little engine that could. We'll see. We'll see if the little engine that could can get over the hump here. Would it mean anything to you if they go into Cincinnati on a short week and beat the Bengals? Uh, sure, I'd be impressed by that. You'd be impressed. By I'd that. be impressed by that. Is my mind going to change before the middle of the year? <laughs> no, it's not. So if, they, so if they go into the bye week, week 11, undefeated. Here's the thing. If they go into the bye week, week 11, 10 and 0, you're, you're buying into them? Are you buying into them? If they go into the bye week 10 and 0, obviously I'm going to buy in. You're going to buy in, okay. But let's I'm just be trying cl- to figure out what Chris, it is to get you to buy in. Let's be clear. What's up? They're not going into the bye week 10 and 0. I don't care who's sitting in front of them. I don't care. If, if they, everybody, if everybody Chris, stays healthy. Chris, if they go into the bye week 8 and 2. I'll be super impressed. Really? Absolutely. Okay. I'll be buying in at that point. Eight, eight and two? two? Okay. Yes. Absolutely. And that's possible looking at their schedule. And then you come out of the buy and you got Houston. Yeah. Hey, listen. Good for you. It's You're it's, still not buying it. Listen, you're still not well, buying it. Well, we got to get there first. Like, hey, good for you. We got to get there first. Wow. Get, me to the, get me to Thanksgiving wow. weekend and we'll talk about what the Miami Dolphins are. You, but don't, you don't want to like the Dolphins. It's not that I don't want to like, like the Dolphins. You don't want to like the Dolphins. I, I, it's not that I don't want to like the Dolphins. The I, I'll just put this disclaimer on it. What's up? If the Dolphins are going to challenge the Bills in the AFC East, it's probably going to be a lot more about the Bills' injuries, which, which, by the way, continue to pile up. Yeah, the Bills are getting to the point now where they're going to have to consider making a move. Yeah. And what I mean by that is they're going to have to trade for somebody. You had the guy yesterday that you think that should be. Yeah, Chuck Clark from the Baltimore Ravens, their safety. Mm-hmm. I mean, Jordan Poyer is going to come back at some point, but Micah Hyde's done for the year. Chuck Clark might be on the block because they've got Kyle Hamilton, a first-round pick, and they went out and spent big money on Marcus Williams from New Orleans. Maybe the Ravens would part ways with him for the right compensation, 
But it's clear that they're going to have to do something on the back end of that defense. I mean, you're talking about Christian Benford, another one of their corners, dealing with an injury. Trey White is out. I mean, Kair Elam is playing out of his mind. He played fantastic yesterday in a loss. But, I mean, they're going to have to have some help in the secondary. That could be some somebody that offers a little relief. Canteen Carlin, ESPN Radio, ESPN Plus. Look, the Bucks lost yesterday to the Packers. Big deal. We'll tell you why the Packers have a lot more to be concerned about than the Bucks. That's next. ESPN Radio, ESPN Plus. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Did you miss Canty and Carlin? Here's what's to it. Tom has nobody to throw the ball to. Yeah. That's what's to it. That's what it boils down to. Yep. The likes of Scotty Miller and Cole Beasley, fresh off the street, Brashard Perriman, who I was actually with in Baltimore, ended up being a first-round bust there. That's who Tom Brady was throwing the ball to yesterday. Yeah. And look, not, not exactly easy going up against that Green Bay Packers defense. It's Canty and Carlin presented by Progressive Insurance on ESPN Radio and on the ESPN app. Here's the problem for me. If you're the Tampa Bay Buccaneers yesterday and you put up 12 points in that game, you know why. You know what happened. You had nobody out there that you could consistently rely on, especially when Russell Gage is the number one receiver for the day. Yeah. Tom Brady can only do so much as a, quote, force multiplier at this point when you're dealing with that level of receiver as opposed to what they've normally had, and they had no Mike Evans, and they had no Chris Godwin and company. So we we know all of this. How do the Green Bay Packers have a game yesterday against a good defense, yes, but a game in which Aaron Rodgers has not looked sharper all season, as good as he has played, granted the bar is not terribly high, and with 14 points, we are somehow lauding them for what they did. Don't laud, worry, because the Packers, even if Romeo Dobbs is actually getting it together, I I worry more about what they have to contend with because, let's be fair, if 
the Bucks don't screw up the clock on a two-point conversion and they're not having it at the seven-yard line, there's a very good chance they're going to overtime in that game. And they can win that game at that point when, in fact, you had the Packers out to a good lead. There's no question about it, Carlin. We have to be concerned with the Green Bay Packers. And the thing that I found most alarming, Carlin, when you peel back the layers and look at some of the numbers, the Green Bay Packers have scored 10 points in the second half of games through three weeks in the National Football League. 10 points, Carlin. Mm -hmm. Their second half point differential is minus eight. That's 20th in the NFL. You know what that tells me? It tells me that when... This offense gets off the script. You know, they usually script the first 20, 25 plays of a game. When they get off of the Matt LaFleur script, the script that they practice at the beginning of Friday's workout, when they're off script and defenses make adjustments, Aaron Rodgers doesn't trust the players around him to see it the same way that he does. He doesn't trust that those guys are going to be able to find the answers to the adjustments that opposing defenses are making, and that's forcing them to struggle in the second half of games. When did he have the turnover? Middle of the third quarter, Carlin. And he didn't even see the defender. Didn't even see the guy. Throws it in the middle of the field late. That's not good. You know what happens with that. Late over the middle of the field in the NFL? Trouble. That's going to be an interception. But that's where we're at with this Green Bay passing game. And when they don't have the balance and being able to run the football, which they didn't yesterday with Aaron Jones and A.J. Dillon, they are going to struggle. That's how a team like the Tampa Bay Buccaneers that is bereft of skill position talent in yesterday's game has an opportunity to hang around. Until the Packers get this figured out, this is going to be a struggle. Quickly want to hear what Todd Bowles had to say about the struggles of the offense for his Buccaneers. It's concerning. You know, it's concerning. We didn't have to have those guys to win this ball game. We just needed to play smarter. So we weren't waiting for anybody to come off the field and say if we would have had this, we, we had a chances to win this game. They played a good ball game. They took care of the football for the most part. Uh, we shot ourselves in the foot, and it's something we can't do. Talent had nothing to do with the way we shot ourselves in the foot. Mm. Look, that sounds good, man, but when you don't have the guys, you don't yeah. have any margin he for error. He knows that. And he understands that. He's saying what he's got to say, trying to set the tone for the team and not make any excuses, but the reality is when you don't have Mike Evans, when you don't have Chris Godwin, when you don't have Julio Jones, your offense is not going to be as productive. And then, Carlin, we also got to acknowledge this. They're down four starters from the group that they thought they would have coming into training camp. There is no Donovan Smith there right now. Yep. He's injured. The guard center guard trio, the only one that's still left standing is Shaq Mason. That's it. It's like, a killer. Like, like, Jensen, they, they, exactly. So they, they, they're, they're struggling right now. So it's going to take some time. They've got to get some guys back healthy, but I trust Tom Brady to figure it out. The other reason why I think it's more about panicking for the Packers versus the Bucks, who's going to contend with the Bucks in the NFC South? Uh, agreed, and consider this with that. The Bucks defense is so good that it limited the Packers to just 14 points in the game. Yes. So that Bucks defense is going to help Tom Brady a lot. This year. And let me also do this. We got to give a shout out to Logan Hall, their second round pick from this year. Guy had a whale of a game. He had a sack, three quarterback hits, put a lot of pressure from that interior on Aaron Rodgers. So shout out to Logan Hall for stepping up in a big spot because we know that Akeem Hicks is going to be out for several weeks now. My friends, want to remind you, if you're suffering from hair loss or worried about your hair, you got to check out 
Bosley, America's number one hair restoration experts. Here's the deal, guys. You know that it's too late for me. It's way too late for me. Earlier in my life, I had a choice, and I had to take it all off because it was getting to the point (laughs) where it was just awkward. The sooner you take action, if you think it's headed the wrong direction, the more options you're going to have for keeping and restoring your hair. Bosley is both surgical and non-surgical solutions to help you keep the hair you have and grow thicker, fuller hair where you need it the most. Right now, Bosley is giving away a free information kit and a $250 gift card toward a purchase. Just text CARLIN to 203203. That's 203203. You don't want to wait when it comes to your hair loss. Just trust me on this. Just get the information. Learn what you can be doing right now to keep or grow your hair. People trust Bosley. They are truly the leaders in hair restoration. They have the most experience restoring hair, and experience matters. So what are you waiting for? Get your free Bosley Info Kit and a $250 off gift card when you text CARLIN, C-A-R-L-I-N, to 203-203. Again, text CARLIN to 203-203. Guys, it's too late for me. Don't let the clock tick on you. Get your hair back with Bosley. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. Ten seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships. Your skills. Your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? (laughs) Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a one dollar per month trial period at Shopify.com/network. All lowercase. Go to Shopify.com/network now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com/network. Did you miss Canty and Carlin? I don't know if there's anybody that spends more time with Dan Orlovsky than Mina Kimes. And she joins us now in her weekly spot, ESPN NFL analyst. Mina with Chris Carlin, Chris Canty on ESPN Radio and ESPN Plus. And Mina, i got to be honest. Dan seems to have been taking a lot of victory laps here over the last 18 hours or so. (laughs) But can we be fair in assessing Dan with... The idea that, not assessing is not the right word, but reminding Dan of the idea that Jimmy Garoppolo took a team to the Super Bowl and beat the Green Bay Packers in the postseason in Green Bay last year. And Dan didn't really do either one of those things. So I'm not sure that Garoppolo is going to be remembered for stepping out of the end zone quite like Dan was, who not only stepped out of the end zone, but looked like he was ready to run up the tunnel and then throw the pass. Uh. 
If your memory is that Jimmy Garoppolo beat the Green Bay Packers, then I would actually take issue with what you said. Because All right, well, I he was the quarterback. Is- <laughs> yes! uh, yeah, I mean, uh, not a great example, right, of quarterback wins. Um, yeah, I, I'll say this about Dan, because he has taken a victory lap. Uh, his example was a little bit more egregious, you know, many steps and all of that. But in his defense, he was being pursued by Jared Allen. So uh, a, a little bit more of a terrifying proposition. It, it's incredible to me that it's just gone so long without it happening, though. Um, it really speaks to quarterbacks' general spatial awareness, typically uh, outside of these two plays. Yeah, they're bonehead plays. Just because you have company doesn't mean you're off the hook for making a bonehead play. But I digress. Mina, yesterday, Carlin and I had the the privilege of being able to call the Ravens-Patriots game, and I got to say the Lamar Jackson show is even better in person. And, and, and maybe I'm asking you this question because I'm still swept up in the moment in a five-touchdown performance, but is there a quarterback right now that's playing at a higher level than Lamar Jackson? Hmm. So... I think right now, no. He would be my pick to win MVP for a number of reasons. Um, You know, I think week to week, sometimes you'll see Josh Allen put together drives that are equally impressive. Certainly Jalen Hurts playing within the context of his offense uh, is very successful. But but when you talk about Jackson and the Ravens offense, you know, you're talking about a player who doesn't have A.J. Brown and Devontae Smith. Granted, I, I really like Rashad Bateman. Of course, Mark Andrews is excellent. And also against New England was playing behind the backup, backup, maybe backup left tackle with the fourth round draft pick, Daniel Falele. Like he is doing more with less than any quarterback in the National Football League. Shouldn't be a surprise, of course, because that's been the case for quite some time. Mina Kimes with us, ESPN NFL analyst. All right, Mina, Russell Wilson last night. Look, it took a long time for them to get anything going offensively. It looked like the third straight game where we're going to have questions about where the Broncos are headed. At the very latest, uh, at the very last part of the game, he was able at least to put together a nice drive. What is your overall feel on what's going on with Russ and Nathaniel Hackett in Denver, despite the fact that they are 2-1? and one? You know, I think you're seeing a lot of the struggles from Russell Wilson that you actually saw over the last two years intermittently in Seattle, which is kind of an unwillingness to work underneath, of course, the middle of the field being most notable, but just generally holding on the football too long to wait for longer developing plays that don't open up, um, taking some unnecessary sacks. I would say a decrease in mobility or perhaps escapability is a better word that leads to some of those issues. What what surprised me last night, though, wasn't all of that. I think it was just some of the inaccuracy on the short stuff, especially the outbreaking routes, which he's usually nails on. Uh, That that was a little bit surprising until, of course, that final drive. Um, You know, I I think Denver's defense is really, really good, and they're going to keep them in a lot of games. But he has to play better to keep them competitive in the AFC because – Thus far, you know, he's just not been a good quarterback. Mina, one of the premier games on the week three slate was the Bills taking a visit down to South Beach to play the Miami Dolphins. And the Dolphins got the dub. It didn't necessarily look like the prettiest win from style points. But what was your biggest takeaway from that Bills-Dolphins game? Yeah, I thought this was much more about the Dolphins' defense than anything. Um, Perhaps because, you know, the, the Dolphins' offense was barely on the field and when they were they were going up against really an outrageously injured uh, Bills defense. I mean, there were there were some corners out there that I'm sure most people, including 
maybe even some Bills fans who we're barely familiar with. Um, and then, of course, the backup safeties as well. Whereas offensively, um, you know, Josh Allen did have some injuries on the offensive line that I think were pretty significant. But for the most part, it, it was the Bills offense that you'd expect to see. And I thought Miami's defense, uh, not only did they hold up really well, but they made some adjustments in game. Stopped blitzing as much. They were able to get pressure. It was just their standard rush. And then on the back end, uh, something we've come to expect from them, which is sticky man coverage from the likes of Xavier Howard. I think Javon Holland, their free safety, is a total superstar, and uh, it's why they look like one of the most balanced teams in the NFL right now. Mina, last one, and that's tonight, Cowboys and the Giants. Uh, with Dallas, how much do you buy into their abilities here to stay afloat with Cooper Rush until we see Dak again? I buy it tonight. I, I think it's pretty close, <laughs> Matt. Um, you know, Rush, I think he does a good job of neutralizing the pass rush, getting the ball out quickly. However, I also think he probably should turn the ball over a few times last week. Curious to see if Wink uh, Martindale's defense, which, of course, is going to blitz the heck out of him, can capitalize that. But on the other side of the ball, this Dallas pass rush is as good as any in the league. And we've seen, you know, not only that Daniel Jones obviously sometimes struggles under pressure, ball security, whatnot, but you might get Micah Parsons lined up over a rookie right tackle. So, to me, this this feels like an ugly one. And an ugly football game could really go either way. Mina, appreciate it very much. Enjoy the game tonight. We'll talk to you next week. Bye, guys. Mina Kimes, ESPN NFL analyst, joining us. It's Canty and Carlin on ESPN Radio and ESPN Plus, presented by Progressive Insurance. Up next, one head coach who was supposed to go to the playoffs may not even make it until the end of the season. Mm. That's a spicy meatball. (laughs) Canty and Carlin, ESPN Radio and ESPN Plus. Now, let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac, weighing heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And boom! Añejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good! The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here as in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as uh, simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Did you miss Canty and Carlin? So over the weekend... uh, Ran a little bit of the gauntlet yeah. to get uh, everything in. So, as you know, um, I do Rutgers games. Mm-hmm. And a couple of weeks ago, you know, I'd been assigned this game with you, this Ravens-Patriots game, a good month and a half, two months ago. Yeah. And I was excited for it. And uh, last week, because of television in college, they can change the TV time uh, up to 14 days in advance, and in some cases up to six days yeah. in advance. So that's what happened to me. That game 
that Rutgers played on Saturday against Iowa was supposed to be noon. They made it 7 p.m. And we've got the game at Foxborough at 1 o'clock the next day. <laughs> so that's a little dicey, right? So More I, than a little. Yeah, so I'm in Piscataway, New Jersey. I get in the car at 10.30 to get out of there. And I had the plan of, as I drive up, I'm going to drive up to Foxborough, and I will stay over the night in uh, overnight in Hartford, yes. a little more than halfway. Which is a solid game plan. You would think so. Add. But then I looked at the map, and I'm like, Hartford's kind of out of the way. Am I driving an extra 45 minutes to an hour when I don't really need to? So I change on the fly my reservation. I'm going to stay in Mystic, Connecticut. Book the room. I won't mention the chain of the co- of the company. Okay. But let's just say that I am a longtime customer. Okay. Get to the hotel 1.30 in the morning. Walk in the front door. Reservation for Carlin. Oh, yes, here it is. We don't have any rooms left. I'm sorry, what? What? You have a reservation. I have a reservation. But there are no rooms left. But there are no rooms left. How she, is that possible? I don't know. Her exact words were... Wow, I don't know how you snuck that in there. I'm like, snuck it in there. I went on the website and booked the room. Yeah. So, you know, she was perfectly lovely, but there's nothing she can do. So I get in the car. What am I going to do? You know what? Screw it. I'm driving to Foxborough. I call like two different hotels in Foxborough. I'm going to, I'll just keep going. Okay. And I'm exhausted. But I get there. There is one room left at this one hotel, and I crashed at 3 in the morning. for our and, and asking me to go to bed at 3 in the morning right now, as opposed to like when I was in college, it's it's like asking me. Yeah, it's a different ballgame. Yeah, it's <laughs> like if I had a Big Mac right now, I'm like a bear shot with a tranquilizer dart. Yes. That's an old Kevin James joke. Like, I know I exactly what you mean. I can't finish it. That was, that was the day, and let me tell you something. The big fella... It it takes a, a lot of juice to get me going when that's been the case the night before. <laughs> we were caffeinated up. So here's what it was. In the end, they served the big fella up the old screw job. That's, that's how it exactly works. what happened. <laughs> I still don't understand that, though. You had a reservation. It's on record with the company. Yep. And yet, when you got to the hotel, they had no more rooms left. Right. None. And it wasn't because I was just checking in so late because I had made the reservation. Now, I would hope that they would give you something complimentary, like, I don't know, a free night stay at a future reservation or something, like some credits or whatever, rewards points. I don't know what it is, but there's got to be something to make it right. Carlin, when I played in the NFL, we had this thing in the locker room called make it right. If you screwed up, if you got a penalty in the game or you showed up late to work, we wouldn't fine you for it, but you'd have to make it right. I don't know, man. You got to make it right. I don't know how that hotel chain makes it right for you, but that's got to happen. Listen, I I agree. You got to make it right. I mean, it's it's. Can you feel the tension in the air right now? I know I can. You done messed up, and now you're gonna make it right. Uh, maybe I'll call them with that. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's exactly what you should do. That's exactly what you should do. Well, I know what happened to you, Carlin, because it's happened to me. You got to the hotel late. They gave away the room. They were like, this guy's not showing up. They gave away the room to someone else. It's happened to me before. Traveling for work, you check in late. They give away your room. If it gets to midnight, they take the risk. You're not going to show up, and they get somebody into that room. But here's my only problem with that theory, Ev, is that I did not book the room until I was on the road at 1030. Like 11 o'clock, I booked that room, so obviously I'm checking in late. 
Why did you tell me there was still a room left? I'll tell you. And, and I'll, tell you, I'll tell you the other thing, too. The people working the, the third shifters, God bless you people. <laughs> I, now, listen, I've done it. The, the overnight shift is a thankless job. And the, to be fair, the people I was dealing with could not have been more pleasant about yeah. the situation. Yeah. Doing everything they could. But, you know, I was almost sleeping in the car. Yeah. Can't you call any But it's radio. one of those things where you shake your head and you're like, mm, I don't know about that. It was very much like that. Canty and Carlin. Ugh, I don't know about that. I don't know about that. Yeah, we had a couple of those yesterday, didn't we? Oh, we had plenty. How about our old buddy, Mr. Staley, out in Los Angeles? 38 to 10. <laughs> 38 to 10 against the Jacksonville Jaguars. Oh you have a franchise quarterback who has got broken ribs. And at 38 to 10, he is still on the field. And your argument is, well, he still wanted to be out there. Who gives a damn if he wanted to be out there, Carlin? Who cares? Uh, Sometimes you got to protect the players from themselves. And Justin Herbert, I'm sorry, he wasn't right yesterday. And you know what made him look worse? That Jacksonville Jaguars defense, because they were touching up them ribs. I'm telling you, Carlin, it was like they got an extra slab from the store with some sweet baby rays on them. They had them on the green egg, and they were just simmering. I mean, simmering on Justin Herbert's ribs all game long. And you could see the guy wincing in pain. Like on the the TV copy, you could see that the guy was grimacing. And I couldn't understand why Brandon Staley didn't pull him when the game got out of hand. I don't know about that. It was atrocious. It was just such a bad decision. And, Chris, I'll take it a step further. With all these injuries you were talking about with the Chargers a minute ago. Yeah. Especially, especially with Slater. Yeah. I'm sitting him out here for a few weeks. His ribs, they may not get injured worse, but they're not going to get better. Oh, it can get worse. Yeah. You're talking about... It can get worse, Carlin. Well. I mean, do you want the guy to, to crack a rib and then end up puncturing a lung? Do you yeah. want that? No. Exactly. I mean, but but when you have six quarterback hits on a guy that's already got fractured ribs, it ain't a good thing. No. So at some point, you got to protect him. It's not like it's going to get a lot better if you're asking him to play through it without missing any time. Now he's going to be down his blindside tackle in Rashawn Slater. That's not going to make life easier. They've had trouble adjusting without having Keenan Allen in the lineup. Uh, I mean, I, I, I don't know, Carlin. Like, it's, all of a sudden, it feels like there's this cloud that's hanging over the L.A. Chargers. And then there's Mike McDaniel. <sighs> I don't know about that. Putting Tua back into the game. Now, they did say today he's not in concussion protocol. But you can't Don't they tell have me. to say that? I think so. Yeah. You can't, you can't tell me. When the guy snaps his neck back and head hits the ground violently and he gets up and he's a little woozy. Now, look, I'm not a doctor, but it it appeared that he was a little woozy and that was what uh, forced him to lose a little bit of balance there. Yeah, but he said post-game that it was his back Mm. that was flaring up. And the thing I want to know is, Carlin, what did they do at halftime to treat his back? Yeah. You know, because anytime you get treatment, when you go to the athletic trainers, whether you're at practice or at a game, there has to be a log of whatever treatment protocol that the athletic trainers prescribe and then perform. If you're going in there to get ice and stem, if you're going in there to get a massage, whatever it is, if they, if they got to shoot you up, whatever they're going to give you, if they give you a pill, 
They've got to make a log of that. And that's why the NFLPA wants an investigation. They want to know exactly what happened at halftime and how they treated Tua if, in fact, it was something where there could have been some concussion symptoms or whether or whether or not it was indeed that back injury. That's the thing that we got to know. And that investigation is supposed to take a week or two, but ultimately, listen, only one question. Canty and Carlin, weekdays on ESPN Radio and on ESPN+.